When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, I don't know if you guys saw this, but we're in the break, right? And I'm just kind of trying to mind my own business here, doing my own work. I look at the side of my eye, or side, uh, just on, on the side here. And the guy that Travis has let in every single time with his phone, granted, there's UPS people that come, FedEx people that come. He never lets in. But this guy restocks the vending machine. Trav always lets him in. Lets him in through his phone. I look... Trav's now opening the front door for him. He walked past him. I saw a handshake there. What'd you say to him? For the first time. I saw a handshake. I see this like interaction that I don't see with anybody else at the office. It's like a different type of interaction. If there was anybody here that was constantly restocking salty snacks, I'd be I'd be excited for them too. I didn't think you were coming back. I thought you were helping him stock the shelves. I stopped by, I saw him. I didn't see him on my way there. I saw him on my way back. And I stopped and I physically pulled the door open. And I said, hey, I get to let you in with my own two hands. And he looked at me like, what? <laughs> I'm like, never mind. And I just, I just, I walked back to the studio. Like, yeah, it means with your more head to, down, yeah, shoulders it, shrugged. It means more to me than it does to you. It's, it's fine. Look, we're getting, there's going to be all the things that we need. Like we talked about with Laura earlier today on Ask Laura. We got our hot Cheetos. We got all the, all the things that you need. Why can you eat 400 pounds of hot Cheetos and just look I think chips in good. general. I'm also not a hot Cheeto person. I'm a regular, regular crunchy classic. Cheeto gal. Um, what about puffs versus crunchy? Always crunchy for me. Would uh, you eat the puffs? I would eat the puffs. I'm me not going to like crunchy put them better. Away. I'm with you on crunchy better. Also, the yeah. only place that like comes even close to mimicking a Cheeto is the Trader Joe's crunchy um, <laughs> with lime cheese curl, cheese things, whatever. It might, it might be my biggest weakness is chips in general. Like, Chips with a little tapatio, bro. But but Game like changer. just just think about this. Can you have actually cheese? It's fall into this as well. Cheese, it's are good. Can you just the salty, the crunch, the? Can you just take yours? I'm gonna have a handful of these. Put them in a bowl, and that's all I'm gonna have. Yeah. And and eight feet away is the rest of the bag. I, I can't do that. If I do put them in a bowl, I put them at the neighbor's house. If I put them in a bowl, I got a fighting chance. The problem is if I take the bag to the chair with me, it, yeah. the, the bag is gone. There, there's I no plan B. I put them the, in a like, bowl, it's oversized, and then I keep going. I always get, you know, how you can buy the big snack size that you use for to pack kids' lunches. I'll get that. So, you know, I eat Individual a serving bags. or whatever. And Very that's it. smart. But when I use, so you open three bags of them. I usually don't. So I, don't. I use subs when I ever use a substance that you know is legal in California. I always <laughs> go after Cheetos. If there are Cheetos in my house, they are getting yeah. destroyed. It's a good choice. Um, I feel like the market for that substance, Cheetos and that substance, have merged together to create an unbelievable corporation. You ever looked at fast food commercials late at night? Yeah, Jack in the Box I mean, all the time. They're not the only ones. They're at the cutting edge. They're of the it, ones that are, they're called Munchy Meal, whatever meal. it is. Fourth Meal too. Yeah. That maybe that's Taco Bell. Taco Bell like, Jack I want to go back to something you said. I feel like you and Susan are conspiring against me. Those Trader Joe's bootleg Cheetos are not the same thing. They are. They're Su- good. Susan they're says curls they're thing. Good. Those are really good. She says yeah. the same thing. She's they're like, because Susan good. eats very healthy, but she loves those. Because they're baked. Right? Yeah. And and she is, they, this is the same thing. 
I, I will go down. I will react to those Cheetos the way you reacted to Florida State getting into the Final Four. I will right. fight for those things. I, you don't like them? I don't eat them. They're, they're fine, but they're not Cheetos. They're not an acceptable replacement for okay, Cheetos. Or for me and Susan. But I, I think, I don't think, yes, they're not a replace. There's a lot of items at Trader Joe's that are saying, hey, look, this is our version of it. They're it's, not saying no, that they're they them. Have. They don't have any other products besides Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. You know what it's like? Do you ever have those plantain chips from Trader Joe's? I don't like bananas. I can't also do don't that. like plantains. So. Yeah. Oh, um, those are so it's like saying, well, it's it's close enough. Yeah. It's like, look, I, here's a Mercedes. This is a Yugo. They're both cars. It's all good. No, they're 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 in the same general. It's space. like saying in season tournament in the playoffs. Yes, they're generally the it, same. It, they have juice exactly, to but there's a distinct and 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 important distinction between the two. I I, I will die on this. I side. know you are. No, I, no. I will. No, we I will not let this go. Going unchanged. down with a ship on. I'll this. bring you some t- on Sunday. Where do you keep the tapatio? I looked for it all day the other day. Where is oh, it? Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it, my man. It's in my locker. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw that going down. I saw him like he's kind of frantic too. I was in there in the well, kitchen. You, oh, that's right. You were yeah, in there. You were you just put, like opening every so drawer. You, I'm like, you what get is the bag going of chips over here? And you tapatio, shake it up. Yeah. Right? It's, it's delicious. I got a, a sandwich from Starbucks, a little egg sausage and cheese one. Got to get a little, I get a little, little hot, hot sauce, sauce on I, there. I tore the kitchen apart yep. looking for it. I couldn't find it. You know where I think he puts it? Under the sink. There's the Windex and the Clorox. He puts it behind there. He's like, no, he's going to look. <laughs> nah, it's either, right. it's either in my locker or by the computer I sit in the back over there. Okay. It's somewhere around there. All right. But, uh, no, Trav, you're talking about how the Rams are really good at building on the fly yeah. this season. What did you mean by that? You want to move? You don't want to talk about chips anymore? Nope. What happened, Em? I no thought chips. we were having like Now a I can't talk about Rams. That was, just, that was so abrupt. I can't do it. Yep. I can't do it. Try like, let's, talk about, let's talk about the in-season tournament. <laughs> say something about the Rams. Okay, no more Rams. All right. No, no, I know what our no. Rams report's going to be today. I'm with you, Em. <laughs> no, Finish by the way, that was, said. that was my most exciting problem. I'm like, ooh, I know what I got my say Rams to my face. today. About what? I don't know. The Rams thing? <laughs> um, no, they did the thing that I think, and this is not just a football thing. This is a sports thing. Realize when your time is up, start to build it back up again. The Rams won the Super Bowl. Just it was two years ago. It yeah. feels like a lot longer than that. It was just two seasons ago yep. that the Rams punched their ticket. They won the whole thing. They ran it back the next year, and you're kind of obligated to, right? Like if you win the Super Bowl, you you're you, not going to go. No. Well, we're going to rebuild right. now. Of course not. You, you're going to uh, defend your crown. And it didn't go well. They won five games. They went five and twelve. They had a ton of injuries. Team wasn't very good. Blah blah blah. Right? Just Guys was, passed their prime. Sure. A bunch of different things went wrong, and it was a bad season. Then they did the thing that I think is really hard to do. We're we're gonna we're gonna start to shed some of our older players, our expensive older players in particular. Turn in the page. We're gonna start to find young starters in places in the draft that they're hard to find, namely outside of the first couple of rounds. Rams found five starters in this draft. The Rams found a running back starter in Kyron Williams in the fifth round the year before. They're doing the hard part of finding starters through the draft that are cheap and sustainable. And developing. They didn't have to go through a three-win season to do it. They're six and six. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs or not. I think the the ESPN math projects them at like forty-two percent, something like that. So you know, not quite a fifty-fifty shot, but a good shot. Basically, they're saying they're going to stumble in one of those three games they have. They to might, win. but mm-hmm. they're also they also might get in, and they didn't have to tear it down to the studs. You didn't have to move Aaron Donald. You didn't have to move on from Matthew Stafford. You didn't have to fire a coach and come back with a new one. Fire a general mm-hmm. manager. The infrastructure that's in place for the Rams is rock solid. 
from the GM to the head coach to ownership to just the culture that's been built there. They never once tanked, gave up, thought that losing was okay. They developed their guys quicker than I think anybody thought. They're in a position quicker than I think anybody thought. They've got a full complement of draft picks coming up next year. They've got a lot of money to go spend. And really what we're talking about is one bad year last year, the year after a Super Bowl title, and this year that's kind of like, yeah, we'll see. That's the down period. That's as good as you can do that. Do you know why it's okay? Do you know why they get the leash of saying, hey, you did this, now you could try this, and there's no real pressure on anybody? They cashed in that one. And I think that when you go back to they could have there were many games in that playoffs that you thought Niners at one point, what they take a ten point lead, the Super Bowl run. Niners yeah, had a ten I, point I, lead. In the fourth quarter. The Tampa comeback and you thought, Oh my gosh, they're gonna lose to Tampa. There were moments in the Super Bowl against the Cincinnati Bengals that you Didn't thought great. they might not win this game. And I think that this also talks to what happens when you cash one in is you get that leash as well. Like, even if we, we've had this conversation, I think we were having it more last year. Even if the Rams were bad for three, four, five years in a row, you would say, okay, well, at least they cash one in. But I don't think uh, Les Snead, Sean McVay, ownership, Stan Kroenke, none of them are trying to say to themselves, you know what, we got one. That's it. We're good. You know, we don't have, if, if the, if you could look at many other franchises out there, if they got a Super Bowl, if they got an NBA championship, it's like, no, you're good to go. I think what you what what it's easy to forget is they were competitive for five six years. Uh-huh. Then they cashed the Super Bowl, and then now you know moving forward, you're looking at it and saying, okay, last year was a bad year for all the reasons that you said. It is impressive the six and six, the fact that. That to me is the most impressive is who you draft and who you're developing because that also says that we have money to go spend, but we could still with our – we could still be smart about the the money is not what we wave in front We're of not everybody. Just buying it. We're mm-hmm. developing it and buying it. And they they're developing it with late round draft picks, which is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Byron Young, Kobe Turner, third round picks, Puka Nakua, a fifth round pick, Ethan Evans, a sixth or a seventh round pick, Kyron Williams, a fifth round pick. There now, Steve Avila, second round pick. You need to hit on that guy. And they did. You know, because they admit Puka all right, I'm sorry, Tutu Outwell, it eh, didn't I know, work I, out I, so but great. Listen, and that's and we should point those out, but Go look at every NFL team. They're making picks left and right. It, it doesn't mean it cashes and, and in. It, you're right, Al. But even let, let's say that that last touchdown to to Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl was incomplete, and and they they lose the Super Bowl by a, a, hair. A, a hair, right? The proof of concept is still there, right? They they they're they're in it now. Maybe you didn't get the ultimate prize that really stamps it. But the fact of the matter is, you can't look at Sean McVay and Les Snead and Kevin Demoff and Stan Kroenke and say, you know what they do? That doesn't work. It does. And it's been proven to work over a period of about five or six years, and it's continuing to show you that it's proven to work right now. One bad year. It's It's crazy. It's also about knowing your window. And I think Les Snead knows not only the window that they have with these young guys, they realize, okay, these draft picks worked right now let's go and let's get these things around them but also knowing that they have a chance to a window to make the playoffs yeah saying hey we're gonna get Carson Wentz we're gonna get uh, Mason Crosby and then we have the chance to maybe even in a, in a perfect world win a playoff game and that the windows are different the windows are smaller or bigger you're right but they the, you know less knows it you know what's coming down the road maybe you, you. The Rams and the Lions in the first round of the would playoffs. Would be amazing. It would be amazing. By the way, that's the a great lines. matchup. It, it, it'd be a good for game. For the Rams for, 
It, you get the Lions they can beat in the, the Lions. first round? They can beat the Lions. Of course they can. I, I don't know if they can beat the Eagles. I don't know if they can beat the 49ers. Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys, yeah. They Even Cowboys, the I would say. I, I think that the could, Cowboys, be, though, they that could be a much, in, much more have, interesting matchup. They'd have to get them be deeper in the playoffs because they yeah. can't play them in the first round just because of wild They're cards. I guess yes. the Cowboys could win the division. That could happen. Mm-hmm. But the NFL would love that. The Rams would love that, and yep. I think if we're being 100 percent honest, Jared Goff probably would not love that. Nope. Right? That that would be one of those. Really, it would be. I better win. Really, yeah. but the pressure would be there of like, <laughs> yeah. I have to win this game. On the better team. Yep. I, I'm we're at home. Mm-hmm. Better but, record. Oh, Got better. freaking traded. <laughs> Yes. And then also Matthew they Stafford won a Super going Bowl to Detroit, winning a playoff game he wasn't able to do in Detroit, and he can do it Ooh, with the other team. Good storyline. Yeah. Who do you think knows what Jared Goff is worst at the most? Sean McVay. <laughs> Damn right. Right? Yeah. Hey, if this you poor see, guy. Who, who's, come on, I want to see Goff. Who's I the guy succeed? that just oh, knows Goff. what you're really not good at? Sean McVay. Yeah, your and coach. You, can just, you just see him in his office cracking his knuckles yep. like, let's go. And Watch this. <laughs> and to the less need window thing, it's like their window is Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay. As long as they have both of these and they're, and Matthew Stafford is able to be a competent quarterback, there is an opportunity for a window and just big things around it. I'd flip it the other way. I'd say it's Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford, right? Because I want to see Sean McVay with it. Sean McVay made Jared Goff a Super Bowl quarterback. Right. Okay. I would so, reflip. Yeah. But no, Sean Sean McVay has taken Jared Goff to the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. He's two for two, right? So let let's see what it looks like with a draft pick. Uh, the, yeah. the, his draft pick, right? Yeah, he couldn't make but Rippin look good, but who can? Nobody can. Like there there's a there's a there's a minimum level of competency that I need to have. I'd be look, you know who looked pretty good under Sean McVay? Baker Mayfield. I'd love to see what it looks like with Carson Wentz. You know, not that you turn Baker Mayfield into, you know, Patrick Mahomes, but you give him enough. He's on a new team every year. You never yeah. know. I think he's the number one piece, and then you, you you slot him in after that. The Lakers are headed to Vegas. I've been t- all season long. I've been looking forward to the nobody believes tournament. You. Nobody believes being you. one of the final four in Las Vegas, and here it is. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. But it was just a really good, fun game to watch last night. Yeah, I, I, I think the... I think 
if you're the NBA and you were looking for, can we find a way to make regular season regular season games a little bit more interesting? Or how about this? Can we just create some chatter around the NBA? The NBA has done such a good job. I'm going to use baseball as a good example of this. Sandwiches. Zykes? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use baseball. wave like, food in front of you every so often. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. You? you only see the food here. He hears and smells the food that I just, was when I, they I pull just, in. My spidey sense was tingling. Yeah. But ba- baseball, what's the criticism right now in baseball? The criticism is, oh, my gosh, there's just not enough movement. Why can't you guys do this the way the NBA does? Why isn't this? Why is it that? I think if the NBA, it's not the biggest sport in, in NFL is king. I get that. But damn, if the NBA does a good job of creating buzz around the trade deadline, sure. creating buzz around free agency, creating buzz, the schedule is going to get released. Like there's small things and big things that I think the NBA does a good job of. Do you know what the NBA's problem is? Their when, regular season is irrelevant. <laughs> when football is going on and college football playoffs and the the conference championships and all this stuff going on, how do you compete with that? And I think at the very least, Trav, so you said if you're admitting, hey, I felt like there was a little bit more of a buzz than there would be in a game on December 5th, I think mission accomplished, right? Like I, I genuinely believe that. There are two games tomorrow, just two. There was two yesterday. These are in-season, quarterfinal, in-season, now semifinal that's in Vegas. It just added something that wasn't there before. Whether you think it's the greatest thing in the world or not, you can't mimic a playoff game. But I think you can mimic as best as you can something that's a little bit more than just a regular season game. It's better. It, it, it was better it's than a, way a put normal, yeah. you know, December game on a Tuesday night last year. It was better. You know, it's just, and, and I don't know if, if it was just better because the tournament exists and Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and LeBron James and Anthony Davis and everybody else raised their intensity level a little bit. It could be that. And if that's what it is, Cool. That means we will get 10 more games a year that are played with a little more intensity. But that's it, right? Like if if it's a oh no, we're going to care who wins this thing. I don't if the if I get a good game tomorrow night against the Pelicans, cool. It's a good game. I want to see a good basketball game. If I get an extra matchup with the Milwaukee Bucks that I wasn't going to get anyways on a Saturday that's cool in Vegas, yeah. Because I but whether they played it in Vegas or any I I just want to see one of the best teams that I believe the Lakers can be against another team that I believe can win an NBA. I just want to see them play each other more often. The championship if they play the Indiana Pacers it's like okay i mean sure but it's it just feels a little different it's fair and it, and and fair if lakers lose to the pelicans and yeah. bucks lose to the pacers then any, it's pacers other. pelicans on saturday and i'm the only one watching yeah it, it, well that's what i mean like if the lakers get out yeah i'm not i might call you saturday I, night I, and say I'm, are I'm you good you busy but if there's good games mm-hmm. I, i'm all about that and last night was a good game. Yeah, last night, Le- clearly LeBron James is invested in this. He put together a LeBron James classic game. He's going to the hoop. He's getting steals. He's, he's making shots. He's getting rebounds. He looked like, and I don't think he is anymore, but last night he looked like one of the best players in the NBA and maybe the best player in the NBA. I think that for most of us that watch basketball regularly, LeBron was either number one or very close to it for, what, 15 years? And then we're arguing, maybe he's two, maybe he's four, but we had him in that group. And for the first time in a while, I think coming into the season, it was he's 10, maybe nine, 
right, that we'd moved him out of that top. No, 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 he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. He's still very much inside that top five, if not higher than that, when you see what he did last night. So let, let's use let's use last night's game as an example. Coming into the game, you got Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and LeBron James. Who's the best player on the floor yesterday? LeBron, and it wasn't very close. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, LeBron James in his 21st season. Grayson Allen. Um, in his 21st season, right? 21st season. And these are his numbers from last night. 31 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds, 5 steals. And by the way, who played the most minutes of anybody on the floor yesterday? It's LeBron. What Bron said something, he had a quote, you know, talking about how he's preparing his body, this, that. And he said something to the effect of, and, and trying to combat father time. I'm trying to hand father time one L. You know, they say father time is undefeated. Right. It's a good line. I got to be honest with you. I think father time already got to tell. You're doing this in your 21st season. I mean, can't the, tell me another... At what point are you going to say, oh, well, Father Time won that battle? <laughs> Shouldn't you have been saying that two, three years ago? Five. Eight. <laughs> I mean, right? I'm not kidding. I mean, think, yeah. think about guys in their 21st season. We've done this before, so I don't have to do it again. They're either on a tour saying goodbye or they're literally playing 15 minutes a night. And it's like, man, you remember it's when Dirk used to be ceremonial. really good? It's ceremonial. It's not. Remember real. when Vince Carter used to be sure. really, really good? Hey, I saw that guy win. You don't have to say that with him. You saw him last night. I was going to say, and it's not with Braun. It's not this. Braun's got the ball in his hands. How often? How this? So, you know what? Maybe I just figured that out. Father Time took an L. I, I, that's pretty good. Yeah. Go, so, the minutes. I'm done. Right? The, the, the minutes. Is this going to be a Mookie thing? Follow me on this. When they start playing Mook in the infield, I'm like, I don't like this, man. This seems like a bad idea. Something's going to happen. Why would you take the best right fielder in baseball and play him? And now it's like, yeah, Mookie's pretty darn good in the infield, too. If that's what he wants, fine. Let's roll I The cost never really showed up. Fine. Yeah. Is this that where fast forward to April and we're like, hey, you know what? He played 37 minutes a night, and he played in 65, 70, 72 games, and he looks fine. I guess it's not a big deal. Or the amount of minutes and the intensity of some of these minutes, we saw it last night, yeah. is there a price to be paid at some point? Because I'm loving watching it. It's fun. But I, I, I would be lying if I said I was watching that whole thing going, yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, how much more can he do? Well, I, I, I think I'm going to ask you a question. Let's say the Lakers yesterday, they're in a tie game against the Phoenix Suns, and he's played 35 minutes, mm -hmm. and there's five minutes left to go in the game. Is there a scenario out there where you could see LeBron James sitting on the bench for the final five minutes? Not in that scenario, mm -hmm. no. But what I can see is playing the Utah Jazz in a month, and we're saying, we are not playing you more than 26 minutes tonight. And I don't give a damn what the circumstances are. I don't care if we're in a one-point game. Yeah. I don't care yeah. tonight we can we'll, we'll have a little bit more flexibility in how we do this but we're going to have to be far more rigid on other nights unfortunately for the lakers and they're just starting to get their guys back and this is why i i feel really good kind of the position that they're in unfortunately for the lakers the way they built the roster was for them to be mm -hmm. 28 minutes in 20 now and darvin ham and you could call it a mistake however you want he set a precedent after the first game saying we got a minutes guy it's just about 28 30 minutes a game and then one day later, it was like, well, that's out the window, and it's been out the window the rest of the way. 
Michael has said this, and I think it's interesting. I think Michael has – there are going to be times where they can limit his minutes. There's going to be times where he doesn't have to play in the second of a back-to-back. There's going to – you have enough room before the playoffs start where you could be a little bit more strategic. And I wonder if the Lakers are just saying – Look, by the time we get to February 1st, we're dealing with things a little bit differently. By the time we're at March 1st, we have it in the back of our mind. We understand that. We know. And, and you know, that could just very also very easily be LeBron James saying, you don't know me, my body, what I do, and that's how fair. I do it. The guy got to the arena yesterday how many hours before the game? Like, the guy does – he might just be in his own regiment because – he knows his body better than everybody else. That's all true. I, I keep thinking about an analogy like with a car, right? I, even if you took meticulous care of this car every single day, you, you know, the oil's changed on time. Car is a good example. You're doing the, t- you're rotating the tires, you're fixing the brakes, mm-hmm. you're washing it, you're, you're taking this car is spotless, but it's forty years old, fifty years old, and you go drive it on the freeway at eighty miles an hour, that thing's gonna break. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, it, it's it's going to. It's a fifty year old car. Yeah, but I take I take perfect care. I know I, there's not a bolt out of place on this thing. Okay, cool. If you keep driving it to work every single day, eventually it breaks. Mm-hmm. And and that that's that's the part that I am because he is that vintage Ferrari that is perfect. But you're driving it to work back and forth yeah, every day. You're taking it to Albertsons. <laughs> yes. You're taking it to uh, yes, like and where you spo- you want to just like, drive it on the weekend. I, I want this to be driven only on Sunday afternoons sure. when the weather's nice, right? <laughs> that, and I'm going the, to Malibu to just just enjoy this that's, car. That's the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? The trip to Malibu on Sunday afternoon with 75 degree yeah. weather. That's the playoffs. Let's drive it. Let's drive it there and let's go enjoy. It. I'm not going to run down to Home Depot real quick to pick up some potting soil for my plants and throw it in the back tonight. Going to leave. I'm going to leave it over there. I like these analogies, right? Good analogies, right there. I, I just thought it was funny. You looked at me when he said Home Depot. You looked. At well, you me. know a guy. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> for 200 bucks, I can take you there. It's <laughs> always 200. I like I can, that. I can work the. We can uh, negotiate. <laughs> we can negotiate. Hot and colds coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Sleep prize picks, I love it, right? We, there, there's a lot of DFS things out there, but prize picks is my absolute favorite because it's easy, right? You just pick between two and six players, you look at their stat projections, and you decide whether you like more or less. And you can cross the streams. Pick a basketball player and a football player. You can combine LeBron James and Travis Kelsey plus three-pointers and receptions. That's how easy it is at Price Picks. It's super fun, and you can win up to 25 times your money. All right, Travis picking a lot of games. A lot of games in the NFL. I'm doing NBA. Joel Embiid going up tonight against the Washington Wizards. More than or less than 32.5 points. Let's go more than. Trey Young, more than or less than than the Brooklyn Nets at 28.5 points. I'm going to actually go less than on that one. Price Picks is the largest daily fantasy sport, uh, sports platform in North America, and it takes about 60 seconds to submit your pick. So go on the website and then use our code. So then you could get a $100 deposit match. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, pricepicks.com forward slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so we got two big people of the year voted by, not voted by, but announced by time. Okay, so what's hot, first we're going to do the person of the year is Taylor Swift. Oh, and Jesus. I want to point oh, out Lord. a quote in her big feature that I think you might like, Travis. Okay. okay. This is what she said. Um, I've also learned there's no point in actively trying to quote unquote defeat your enemies. Trash takes itself out every single time. I like that. So she understands, hey, I'm over trying to be so mad at people, things will work itself out. Okay? Thank Other you, thing, she says, uh, when talking about her coverage when she goes to attend these NFL games, she says, uh, I'm just there to support Travis. I have no awareness if I'm getting shown too much or, or making mad a few dads, brads, and chads. So... She yeah. she knew exactly what she was saying. The there. dads, she, Brad's, and Chad thing is way too rehearsed. That's yes, that, that. She knew that, what she wanted to that say. That misses big time for me. <laughs> yeah, but I thought the first. I, I didn't think that you would like that quote. I just put it out there. But I I thought you would like the first quote about the trash taking itself out. I, I do because yeah. there there comes a point I think where you realize that that's energy that you don't need to spend, right? That 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 trash to use her terminology, will take care of itself. Karma I, comes back around. I don't need to worry about that. It's hard. Like yeah. I, I mean, it's it, it's very very difficult, but there does that light does go off at some point. I do like. Okay, that. so I will, I will say this, and I think the the football thing. I think that's when for me it it really was like, oh my god, this is way too much of this person that I have nothing invested in. That I don't. I respect the artist, man. She's killing. Look how many sellouts she was here at SoFi. What she do? How many shows in a row? Six. Whatever she's doing, everything she's doing. I, I think for a lot of people that cross over to the NFL then became, damn, I can't even, like, even in this, she's there as well. She can't help it. Like, it, it is what it is. She didn't do it. She didn't do it's it. It's up to the directors to right. stop shooting her. <laughs> but I was going to say, and here's the thing, sometimes no matter what it is in whatever industry you're in, if you're that successful and you're in the news all the time, people are going to get annoyed by you. And yeah. it's and it's not even that the person did anything. I'll explain. Let me give you a good example. There's a lot of people. LeBron James. It's like, oh my God, LeBron again. Right. Everywhere I turn, it's LeBron James again. Like that. And did LeBron do something wrong? Or maybe you could say, wow, LeBron's given his opinion on this, that, whatever the case is. That's bound to happen for anyone that's successful. So it it finds its own way. Like the to use Taylor. What was I forget what the first game was when she showed up in KC. It, and the, she, it was a bad team. It felt like she was on camera. Every time the ball wasn't yeah. in play, yeah. it was like, all right, enough. The game on Sunday night against the Packers, it felt about right. She was there once or twice, yeah, whatever amount. Think she's, yeah. a, she's a wildly famous human yeah, being. Yeah, but she had, in the suite, she had a button, like, you know, we turn our mic <laughs> yeah. on or off. She yeah. had a camera that was on directly. They didn't have a choice. The feed was on yeah, her. The Swift she's, cam. she's one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. You're going to yeah. put her on camera. Like, mm -hmm. Simone Biles is a famous American athlete. So she's going to be on, and she's married to one of the players in the yeah. game. Yeah, so that was she's, more natural. Yeah. She's going to be there, but if I don't know who who's another internationally famous person that's not an athlete, Beyonce. 
if Beyonce were in the crowd, they're showing Beyonce yeah. a few times. Yeah. It, 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 even if she has no connection to any of the players, mm-hmm. she, it's Beyonce. Put put her on. If yeah. Britney Spears were in the crowd, you're going to show Britney Spears. But Taylor Swift was on 94 times in that first game. Yeah. That, that, and that's, I think, everybody kind of recalibrated and said, yeah, okay. Let's okay. go 91. Other person of the year is Lionel Messi, sports Yay! person of the year, Jorge, right? Yeah, you're yeah, so we excited. Have, we have a quote by Messi. What did, what did he say, Trav? I'm very happy to be the yeah. sports person of the year. Yes. I won the World Cup, and I got to go back home, that's right. and there was a big party, yep. and now I've won the time sports person of the year. Yay! That's exactly and what he said. On. I'm that's so glad we got yeah. Messi on the show. His exact he's hard quote. to book. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a hard, hard to book. book. All right, I'm going to go I'm with- I'm not finished <laughs> telling you my quote. Oh, okay. I want to tell you that I got ice cream, and I got cake, Orange and I got to stay up till 11.30 after we won the World Cup. And mate. And mate. <laughs> so proud of you, Matthew. Are we good? Can, we, can, no, can I move no, on? No, we're good. Yeah, we're I'll okay. decide when we move on. Yeah, Mike, come back. I won the sports person of the year. I get to decide when we do it. I picture his mother going, now, Messi, take it easy. Relax. Don't get yourself worked up. You're going to give yourself a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the U.S. Open Cup, Messi. And I got the U.S. Open Cup. <laughs> And Inter Miami is a minor league that I said that the other day. Probably shouldn't have said that. Can you go for like three more minutes? I run out of breath pretty quickly. <laughs> can I can I go to who's cold? Yeah, let's try. <laughs> okay. Let's see. I think I think he left the room. <laughs> and now time for what's cold. What's cold? The tush push. The tush push. <laughs> All right. So I was listening to New Heights podcast this morning, which is the Kelsey Brothers podcast, and uh, Travis brought up the idea that uh, Roger Goodell wants to ban the tush push, and uh, I'll play you the sound of both Trav and Jason talking about the tush push. Commissioner Roger Goodell wants to permanently ban the brotherly shove. That's right. It's all coming to an end. Once the commission starts talking about it and saying he wants to get it done, it's going to get done. Mr. Goodell just made all our lives a little easier in the NFL outside of the Eagles <laughs> organization. Jason, do you fully expect it to be banned next season at this point? Are you just sick of the debate? Listen, ban it. I really, at this point, I don't care. I'm over <laughs> the discussion about it. To be fair, it would just be banning like the push in the back. Everybody would still be able to run the QB sneak, I think. Well, that's where I'm kind of like, you know, whatever. We were really good at running quarterback sneak before we did the push. I don't think that it's a necessary part for it. It certainly helps. There's no question about it. I don't have the energy to care about whether it gets banned or not. We're going to run it right now because we're good at it and it's effective and whatever they do next season, we'll figure out a way to do something at a high level and make it effective. I don't know. I mean... So you think that it's a fine thing for them to ban the tush push? I, I, I've kind of come around on this in a different way. This would be like banning Tyreek Hill from football. Hey, you're too fast. Nobody can run with you. You just keep running past everybody and they throw it over our heads. It's unfair. Yeah. Well, it's only Tyreek Hill that can do that, right? The Eagles are really the only team that has this advantage because mm-hmm. of that offensive line and more specifically because of Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is a big, strong guy, and he can move the pie. What is he? I don't know what it is. Squat 600 pounds. We, we hear the stat all the time. The Rams can't run that play. Mm-hmm. Chargers can't run that play. It just it doesn't work for anybody other than the Philadelphia Eagles. So I don't know because they have a play that works for them. We need to wipe it off the, the face of the earth. Here's the what, I, of the league. what I don't like about it is, okay, let's say in a couple years there's something else that one team has a really big advantage on. Now are you going to start looking at that and saying, I don't know, should we be allowing this? Should we not be allowing? Why are you setting a, a precedent to say, well, this is specific and they're really good at it. That's got to go. You know what could happen if you keep it is it could become more part of the game. Maybe there are other quarterbacks that have a similar size or can squat this that say, hey, this might be an advantage for our team because we have some of the elements that could be there. 
you're banning it? Like I, 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 I have I'm okay a, with that. Like if it, if half the league, because now it's first and eight and a half, right? The, and half the league has a first. If it's a play that is unstoppable, for, to use the word, right? And it's boring, and it is. It's not a particularly interesting play. Then let's let's move on from it. But if it's just, hey, look, we've got the right personnel to do this. That's not up to the Eagles to get it banned. Yep. If it becomes bad for the sport, that the sport becomes rugby and there's just these scrums, yeah. then you got to change the rule. But if one if one team just has an advantage because of a personnel grouping, yeah, I know about that, that shouldn't be banned. I'm with you on that. Hot and Cold is brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Speaking of my things that, you know, I got my Silverado when I go to Home Depot, Jorge. I can throw all my stuff in the back of that Silverado because... I got it from Rotolo Chevrolet, and I love it. And you will love yours too. That's why you got to get yourself out there, right? It's right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit in Fontana. And hey, you've been thinking about this very specific Silverado, right? The right color, the right model, and everything else. They have it at Rotolo Chevrolet. Go find out for yourself what all the fun is about and go see for yourself why they've won Dealer of the Year 13 years in a row because that's what they've done. Selection, forget about it. Pricing, of course. Customer service, like nothing you've ever seen before. That's how you win Dealer of the Year, year after year after year for 13 years, by treating people with respect, by giving them great deals, and by being honest and upfront with them. And that's what they do every single day at Rotolo. Mike Capozio, you see him on TV, right on down the line. Everybody at the store at Rotolo is going to make sure that you have the experience of your lifetime. R-O-T-O-L-O, Rotolo Chevrolet online, rotolochevy.com. All the stuff you need to know is right there, too. But go find out for yourself what all the fun is about at Rotolo Chevrolet in Fontana. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Chad, I'm going to read this one to you. John Heyman, only medicals and minor details to go on Juan Soto trade talks with the Padres and the Yankees. The principals are telling folks they expect the deal done fairly soon. This was just a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Once done, New York will also get Trent Grisham as part of the deal. They just traded for Verdugo as well. Uh, from the Red Sox. Can I tell you this? And this is kind of a, it's an interesting one. You, you're hearing the chatter around, um, you know, obviously Otani. The Diamondbacks get to the World Series. The San Francisco Giants end up with Bob Melvin. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, the Giants are a good organization. I cannot tell you how much I hate what's happening right now in San Diego. I know it's the final year of his deal. And I know there's probably a very, very good chance that Juan Soto is not going to stay with the Padres. 
why don't you just start the freaking season with him? Why don't you just say to yourself, look, we're going to walk into this season with Juan Soto, who is by far the best player on the Padres, mm-hmm. and that's with a pretty stacked offensive group, and he's by far the best player. Start the season with him. See how things are going. You lost. They were the worst team in one-run games all of last year. The year before that, they were the best team with one in one-run one yeah, games. That's how that works. Can, can we just see how they're looking? Can we just see if they're in contention? Can we just see that by the time you get to June 1st, are the Padres real deal or are they not? I can't tell you how much I hate this deal. I, it's interesting. I don't know who these I, players are. I don't know well, if they're going to turn into anything. I, I know Ireland feels the same way that I do on this. Give me the guy. G- 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 give me the guy. You can take all the maybes, might bees, who knowses. I know what this is. There's no proof of concept in Juan Soto. He's one of the best players in the league. Full stop. He is. He, and he will be for a while. He's in his mid-20s. He's mm-hmm. going to be a really good player for a very long time. I agree with you because let's say they decide not to do it right now. Let's say the Padres come out of the gate looking really good next year. Let's say you get to the trade deadline and you are one of the best teams in the National League. you got a chance to make the playoffs the, and make a run. The Padres are not the Dodgers. They're not the Braves. They're not the, you know, throw one or two other two teams in there where, hey, we're going to be in this more often than not. We're not the Houston Astros. We're in it every single year, right? So we can take a shot whenever we want. The Padres are kind of like, hey, when you get it, you better take your best shot at it. And at that point, you might lose them for nothing, and that would suck. But what if you go to the World Series again? What if you win the World Series? I know. It's totally worth it. And and if you're if it's the same thing that it was last year where you you weren't good, okay, trade them at you the still deadline. Get what you want. Yeah, you're going to get a ton of teams that are competing for a playoff spot or in position to say we're a Juan Soto away from making a run at the postseason. What I, if they got the Godfather offer? You know what I mean? Like what what if the Yankees went in and said, listen, we want Soto? Yeah. What's it going to take? And 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 the Padre Brain Trust gets together. AJ mm-hmm. Preller and and everybody gets together and say, "Hey, ask for these ten guys." And and they'll never do it. And the Yankees went, "Cool, we did, we good." What what if they got exactly like their wildest dream came true with their with if, the offer? If you made a case, if you made a case that, and again, look, I don't know who these young players are, Nobody but if you does. made a case that, look. This you you have to trade Juan Soto, and this is why you got these two pitchers, and you got the shortstop. That this I'm just making it all sure. up. Okay, I, I can understand that. I could justify it. The problem is with the Padres; they already have a high payroll, even getting rid of Soto. You're already in it with Tatis and Bogarts and Manny Machado and you Darvish, and you already got all these players that you already committed. And what does what does tomorrow become? And and let let me. Explain it from this hurt? situation. What if he has a terrible season? Can I can I say this as well? And I have n- no idea how much this has. Peter Seidler just passed away. If Peter Seidler was in good health and he was the one spending and spending and saying, I'm going to go Might shoot for it all, I wonder how much different it would be. Might be. Might be. And we'll I, never know. I, I, the, the problem is that, right? Yeah. What if he crashes into the wall running after a fly ball and messes up his shoulder and he can't swing the bat the same again? You know what I mean? Like there, there are stuff happens, right? Cody Bellinger was an MVP, and I'm not comparing the two guys, but Cody Bellinger was an MVP yep. every time he came up, and then he ran after a ball in Colorado and hit the wall, and he's really never been the same yeah. ever again. And, and you're saying, what if that happens to Juan Soto? What if that happens to Juan yeah. Soto? Here's the good news. Yeah, he's so bad at defense, <laughs> and his speed is never going to have enough momentum to run him into a wall where we have to worry about that. <laughs> All right, it was on this day in 1964 that the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer uh, the stopped 
motion one that we've all seen from the time we were six years old uh, was scary. released. It, it is oddly scary. Yeah, it's it's creepy. It, Abominable it, snowman. But it's also fun. It's also something that we've all seen. 1964. That will be on network TV at some point in the next, what's today? The 6th? In the next oh, it's 19 already, days, it's, it's, it'll be on. Yeah, it's already on. What, do you have a go-to Christmas movie that you watch every year? I think I've said this before. My favorite Christmas movie, um, and I think it's just because of the age I was in when it came out, Home Alone still Great stands movie. as one of my favorite Christmas movies. Em, you got one that you watch every year? Every year? Yeah. No. Okay, I'm going to call this a Christmas movie because there's like Christmas Stephen elements King's. Die Hard. to it. Uh, <laughs> Little Women, the Greta Gerwig version of Little Women. There is a series, they do celebrate Christmas <laughs> in the movie. And so I watch it. It makes me feel, feel like home, and I love it. What about you, Jorge? Yeah, there's two of them. The Rock? No. <laughs> yeah, right. The goal. No, with the guy goes in. <laughs> plays in Europe. No, it's uh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. That's I've terrible got, time. I got two. Yeah. I got uh, Christmas Story, mm-hmm. right, with Ralphie getting the BB gun. That, that's just one You'll when I was a kid. You'll shoot your eye out. And Elf. Fudge. Elf Santa Claus is a Tim great Allen. Elf is a good one. Scrooged with Bill Murray is another yeah. great. It's funny. It's kind of cre- creepy and dark, but yeah, there's a bunch of them. That's uh, that's certainly on the list. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. not a Christmas movie, also came out on this day in 1994. That movie's brilliant because it's so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> right? That Beyond stupid. It is just one ridiculous mm-hmm. gag after, after the another. next, and it's tremendous. Yeah, that that's one of the... There's a few movies that I think go down. A lot of them for me are Will Ferrell movies. A lot of them are Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell. Like I love just absolutely stupid Talladega Nights. You can go to Step Brothers. Dumb and Dumber is an iconic. What are you guys doing? But it's freaking hilarious. It, it the scene where they're in the front seat of their stupid van that's shaped like a dog, and the bad guy that's coming to kill him is in between them, and he makes that noise and he goes. Eh! <laughs> right into it. Every time I see that, it's uh, tremendous to me. There's a hundred examples of that of in that movie. You know what I mean? Dear but, gas man, yeah. we left town. How do they know I have gas? <laughs> <laughs> they Come put the on. chilies on. It's it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Uh, happy birthday to Giannis, who turns 29 years old today. Uh, he got had a pretty nice night last night. His yep. team is in is, is headed to Vegas as well. That Giannis is only 29 is kind of alarming. It feels like he's been in the league forever, and he's only 29. So I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think this is how it's working. So I believe tomorrow, how is that working in Vegas? If you buy a ticket, is it like the Final Four? You're going to get the Pacers and the Bucks, which is early. It's like a, I think if I saw this right, it's like a 2 p.m. tip-off or something like that. Combo plate? And then 6 p.m. We carrying that? <laughs> and then 6 p.m. is going to be the you know the Lakers and the Pelicans. That's a pretty cool thing, right? That never happens in the NBA. You get two events in one arena. Yeah, two for happening. one. Yeah. You, you know who would love that? My dad. My dad, when they used to do the Pac-12 basketball tournament at Staples Center, a million years ago, they used to do it at uh, Poly Pavilion when they first launched it. My dad would sit there and watch every game. Set up he'd, shop. he'd be in Poly Pavilion for 12 hours. Hey, it's Oregon State and Cal. Yeah, I know. Why are you there? Why, what, are, what are you doing? This is great. 
I get to see ASU against Washington State. Yeah, I get to see if Tate could score too. He loved it. Yep. It still does. Like he, hey, did you watch ASU in Colorado last night? No, of course I didn't watch that. Why would I watch that? He goes, really good game. ASU's pretty good this year. Like, heck, I didn't know right. he has the same voice as Michael. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes he loves that stuff. Hey, Andy. Michael how you Rogers, today? by the way. Michael Rogers. Feeling all right? Yeah. Feeling good? Are you in for Ireland today? I am playing the role of John Ireland. All right. Okay. All right. You know what we should do, Andy? How about a little super crosstalk? Woo, 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 woo. Right, Andy, I, you're going to have to fill in some blanks here because I don't know exactly how this came to be. But you and Brian filled in for Al and I uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yes, that yeah. is correct. And I don't know. You might have sent it to me. Brian might have sent it to me. Or maybe I saw it on Twitter or something. But I don't know if it's a fact or cap, but there was a name something that used to be cool that is no longer. And was it you that said my name? That Travis Rogers is something that used to be no. cool but isn't any longer. No, I said smoking. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's but a good one. Yeah. Somebody oh, used, mentioned me. I don't remember. You, okay, then you. maybe somebody else must have sent it to me. Maybe it was Brian that sent it to me. Did it not come up on the show? I don't remember okay. you coming up a lot. Well, because this is what Trav does. If... You were very out of sight, out of mind, as far as we were <laughs> okay, concerned. Good, this is good. what Trav created something in his own head and said, I don't know who. It could have just been a tweet or something. It probably From was. a random person. And instantly, Trav was, when I see I'm freaking get... AK, <laughs> when I see Andy. No, I, so I, this I, has been brewing for like a few weeks in your head. Well, I just That's wanted. Right. Thanksgiving I, this is like your Seinfeld the jerk store <laughs> moment. <laughs> You know what? They ran out of you. Um, I was just more curious the context uh, of the topic and how I. It must have been a, a tweet from a random person. So, somehow we were talking about that. I don't remember what sparked this, um, but it's the idea of things that were once cool that no longer are. Yeah. And among the things that we discussed was smoking. Because, like, nowadays, smoking, there's a real stigma around it. Like, I know my daughter's 12. She really, truly finds it repulsive. I get the impression that none of her friends are even sort of intrigued by it. You smoked for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Al, yeah. did you ever smoke? Never did. Yeah, Mace, were you ever a smoker? Uh, I tried. It never stuck. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if they're... I, I literally did try. You, Nothing you, with cigarettes. You wanted to like, like it? Oh, that looks cool. You know, that's yep. the whole... This, Where they pack it, whatever pack, they're doing. This, I yep, would do that. Stuck. I was I the opposite. Was like, I remember the fir I first started when I was around 13. Oh. And I remember being like, I cannot believe I wasted the first 12 <laughs> years of my life not smoking. This is the greatest thing ever. At 13? So my, so my yeah. mom would say... The, the kids that <laughs> smoked at school, at mommy high school, they were the burnouts. Oh, sure. And you didn't want to be a burnout. <laughs> and by the way, they all wore jean jackets. So we were oh, not, yeah. we were oh, not yeah. allowed to get jean jackets because if you wore a now, jean jacket- Now then you're going to you have a cigarette. This is how much, a burnout. They you, came with cigarettes. Yeah. This is how much culture has changed. Like There used to be at high schools- Smoking, smoking section Like for the kids. We yep. had one at Arcadia High School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not even for like you, for the teachers, yeah. for the kids. Yeah. But you're right. It is so- un You're like- uh, you're like a leper now mm -hmm. if you smoke. It's like nobody, so, I, I'm out of here. So quick story here, because my dad, I mentioned this to you, for years owned a liquor store. Right. Right? So we're growing up, and that's kind of like the business is a liquor store. So you get all these promotional like items that you'd have. From the cigarette companies? From from anything. It could be Lotto. It could be, think about what's in a liquor store. Okay. Frito-Lay, right. shirts, stuff Playboys? like that. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so asking. growing up, we had, I think, half of our wardrobe was 
Marlboro. Marlboro and nice. Camel lights of like shirts of this stuff. And I didn't even know, I didn't even recognize like at a certain age. We're also using those to clean the car. Yep. We're also like literally, I'm I'm probably 15, less than that. While AK is actually smoking a cig at 13, I'm <laughs> oh, representing. You've got Joe Camel on. Oh, I'm offended <laughs> at the idea of him using a wonderful Camel light shirt to wash your car. Like, how dare you, sir? How Here dare am, you do that to Campbell A walking Joe. billboard for every <laughs> how, cigarette company. How committed to liking it were you? Like one cigarette, like, no, this isn't for me. Oh, no. Did you I, buy a pack? I went for a while. Okay. I mean, I went for weeks, and I'm like, I don't get it. It just doesn't work. For, and by the way, kids don't smoke. Just because I tried it doesn't mean you're just Do smoke. you know anybody that smokes? No. Like as a regular cigarette. I know there's vape and all, but Vaping like smokes and, cigarettes well, vape regularly. Is, vape is... It's worse. I, I mean, it's, it's just as yes. worse. Oh, you mean yeah. inhaling Chemical. stuff over a battery would be I bad know. for you? Yeah, mean that's bad for you? I, I still know, know some. I, I need to see the evidence. Can't we go back to a time we had nice, healthy alternatives like Marlboro Reds? <laughs> I saw family members that smoke. Unfiltered Do you? luckies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the house, in the car, the whole thing? No, hell no. None of that. It's like a, but it's a cultural thing. I, I think that it was, it was so accepted and I think culturally, too, Middle Eastern culture is very normal. Mm-hmm. And I still think you have definitely stuff that people have smoked. But there is a, no, we go to the side, you're outside, like, on your own. Nobody's doing it in front of anybody. You know, it's funny. You, you don't, at least I don't, think, like, oh, pure pressure. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I, I was never influenced by any of this stuff. I remember the first job I had at a real television station. It was at KYT up in Santa Barbara. Okay. And I was an intern there my last year of school. And there was a guy that was the evening anchor okay. and i forget his name bob something or another he had this rich baritone mm. voice yep. just the thing that in our business we all want to have pipes. right just yeah, pipes pipes yeah he sounded amazing and i was chatting with him i said you know do you always have that that voice and if you always sounded like that because at this point he was probably in his 60s right and he goes no not not really i said well how did he he goes Forty years of smoking cigarettes and go. drinking scotch, and go. I swear to you, I'm like, I'm going to start drinking scotch. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can smoke cigarettes because, like you, Mace, never. It yeah, just made just me feel terrible. It. But yeah. I wonder how much scotch there, I there, to there was to a period where that. I was on the Bob whatever his name is diet, <laughs> scotch and cigarettes. <laughs> Woo! It hey, was pretty effective. So, Slee, I have a, a bone to pick with you. Yeah. So you used to do the Lakers postgame show yeah. here on 710 ESPN. Do you mm-hmm. know where I'm going with this? I think so, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the idea of you not doing the postgame show was let's let Al rest up and be really fresh for Travis and Slee. Okay. So you apparently are doing your own postgame show yeah. somewhere else instead of like taking the night off and kicking back. What What's going on? Um, nothing going on. That's that's six years running, something along those lines. So you're so even though you're not doing it on the radio, you're still doing it. Say that one more time. Even though you're not doing it on the radio, you're still doing it. Yeah, I was doing it before I was doing it on the radio. Doing it while I was doing it, I would do it after I was done with the post game show, and still doing it. So boy, you are just yeah. No, you got are, it. He's all Lakers he all is the time. All Lakers all the time, working his ass off. I, I think too. It's like. You know, something that I think that actually had a lot to do with me getting opportunities on air and sure. practicing and everything it else. Did, so yeah. it's kind of like you started with Lakers talk. 
I started with Lakers talk and doing a YouTube post game show. That's there's a certain things that are important to I think keep doing, and that one's important. Yeah. If you were going to do a post Mason in Ireland post game show, okay, or mm-hmm. that it could be the topic of your choosing, right? What are you doing? What are you breaking down? You doing a, a Dodgers? You doing Lakers? You doing something Pro, else? Well, with Ireland, we're probably going Lakers, right? Okay, no, it's just you. Oh, it's just me. It's just you. Oh, I'm going nice. Shohei Otani nice. all the time. I'm just uh, all the Shohei o- Tracker, all by, hosted by Steve all Mason. Otani. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Uh, I, I feel like I've experienced on a few different levels, kind of like Alan, what it is to do Lakers post game. Yeah, that's I'll, right. I'll tell you, for about a season and change, I did USC pregame. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. It is mm. fun. I actually really enjoyed that show. When did you do US? Was I, I there? This I, was. I took the handoff from you. I oh, believe I took over. Okay. I took over for you. Jorge actually worked on the show with me. It was that, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, how, long, but, how long did you? Because I did SC for two seasons. I did it for eight. You did it for eight. Yeah, for eight years. Did SC eight? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, those were the golden days. I heard about those we, tailgates. Oh, we had this <laughs> oh, gigantic yeah. party. Oh, it remember? Was awesome. Did, were you were you here when that was going on? I just missed. Slay, it. were you there? Yeah, Wiley was DJing. Oh yeah, yes. Marcellus yeah. Wiley, Wiley was DJing. Well, those, yeah. those tailgates were fantastic. Unbelievable. Oh, they were great. Got the a, food was awesome. Yep. Wiley catered. DJing. Oh, actually. Bristol Farms. Bristol did it. Farms mm-hmm. was chaos. Yeah. So you had a you had on. a ridiculous spread. It was right outside the Coliseum. Open bar. Everybody yeah. wanted to get into this tailgate. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was, was crazy. And I keep saying to uh, Jen Cohen, when are you coming back to seven ten ESPN? I say this to Jen Cohen all the time. Mm-hmm. The new AD at USC. And I so far I've not gotten a positive response. <laughs> we really want that over here, right? We want USC football. I think. Oh, no, of course. course. Yeah. So, do you know Jen Cohen well? I don't know her at all. No, Sleed, do you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just I'll how, be the I'll be the point man. How, yeah. how did you uh, did was she at SC when you were there? I know she's been around. Never met her in my life. Oh, just BS. <laughs> okay, but, but can if I? If she's can, listening, Jen, if you're listening, Jen, call can, me. Can, Come can, on, you're can, shooting your shot. I'm, right I'm taking my shot. Can exactly. you think of? And this is just purely business, right? Mm-hmm. Purely Saturdays. What do we really do on this station on Saturdays? Predominantly, it's kind of an it's an Networking. open day, and yeah. it's one of the only open days that we have. SC and ESPN LA in a partnership, like doesn't that just yeah, sound it like does. it fits? Jen, and Jen, Sunday we're covered, Lakers up. were covered, all the yeah. Rams were covered. Yeah, just missing SC. By the way, and I'm buying stock on it. I know everybody's down on USC. I'm buying stock. I buy on stock. USC. Uh, the schedule's tough next year, but Danton Lynn is an excellent, excellent the acquisition. Free fall that the stock was in after you know the middle of the season oh, last yeah. year. I buy is, stock. It is stabilized. I, I think that the stock is stabilized with the Lynn. Buy stock it, now. Well, it, Mace, it's not even just. You went and got a much better defensive coordinator. Right. It's, hey, what do we have to do to bring you in? Mm-hmm. No hesitation. Yeah, we'll go ahead and bring. What do you need? Double the pay? Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. That there's also this, they're showing this commitment of like, okay, it might have not gone perfect, but we're not going to stop investing. We're just going to keep investing. Right. We'll double down even more. And I'm sure they're busy in the transfer portal right now. They're, you know, what that's would you say? Part, that's Hundreds part of kids in the transfer portal? Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's it's such a weird deal. Like I hate the transfer portal, but I 100 percent support it. Right? You know what I mean? It's like, a little bit like free agency. It, it's it's exactly like yeah. free agency, right? That I support the 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 college athletes' right to go get what you can get. I'm with you. Yep. Go get it. But having guys on new teams every year kind of 
takes a little bit of the fun out of rooting for some of these teams. A little bit. Like when you see a guy, and I use this as an example because Travis Dye was at Oregon forever and ever. Really good running back. Came down to and, SC. And created a career and a reputation. And then it's like, ah, eh, my last year I'll go play for SC. Like if you went and played for Florida State, okay, but just down the road in the same conference, just Well, if you odd. were a quarterback and you were going into the transfer portal right now, where else would you want to play than USC? Don't San you Diego wanna, State. San Diego State <laughs> yep. is your alternate, right? Snapdragon, San Diego All State. All right! Who's not buying? The, the Snap Everybody. Pop Stadium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. It, of all the things that you that Lincoln Riley could say when it comes to, Developing I want that guy as my quarterback. He he knows what he's doing. Yeah, like he absolutely he, he gets, they, There's he's criticism free in that department. The rest of it, time will tell. And yeah. he'll have a great opportunity to showcase himself as a quarterback because you will always need him to save you in every game <laughs> until Correct. until we see evidence of the defense. You getting better, better keep throwing if, touchdown passes. If you had a very big secret that you wanted nobody to know. Would you tell Dave Roberts the secret, or would you not? <laughs> I would not. I don't think he's – you can't trust Dave Roberts. Can you explain – He's wait. just going to blurt it out the moment there's a microphone. Okay, there. Mace, I thought – Yeah, we talked to a t- – Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Okay, no, but no, it wasn't even wasn't, that. He no. went on for 15 minutes yeah, on it. But yeah. I, I was going to ask we, – we were having this conversation. I, I said that I think more now that Soto – or that Soto – that, um, that uh, Otani is going to end up with the Dodgers because of what I – Everything that happened yesterday, right. I don't think you could be that blind, and maybe I'm wrong here, that if it's down to three teams, Angels, Toronto, and Dodgers, you can make a case that Dodgers makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But if Dave Roberts goes that far with that much detail and really not even being pride, it's yeah, like, right. no, no, you know what? Not only did we meet, we met for two to three hours. Right. I mean, it's, it's, sort of like, it's sort of like Fight Club. The first rule of negotiating with Shoei Otani is not to mention you're negotiating <laughs> with Shoei Otani. Is it possible he got the directive wrong and thought it was talk as much about Otani <laughs> as you possibly <laughs> if, can? If that like, was the directive, it. that's the, it's the best explanation I've heard so far. Yeah. Like, Oh, don't talk about the, Oh, the, I, I've heard this story, and <laughs> I don't remember the band. <laughs> but it was, it was either Van Halen or the Rolling Stones. There's something in their rider, like no green M&Ms. Van Halen. Yeah, I've heard Van, that. Yeah. Van right? Halen. And it's not because they care about green M&Ms. They want to make sure that their manager read the damn rider. Right. They want to make sure that, hey, you're on top of your stuff. If the only rule is, hey, listen, I know it's not a big deal. Let's just not talk about getting together. Yeah. And then he goes and sits down and says, Oh yeah, we met yesterday. Yeah, we met. It's like two, three hours. Really? And Otani. I don't think that's the thing that's going to prevent him from coming. I, think I hope not. It better not. But and, they'll and I blame don't think him. It is. Everyone will blame It'll him. It'll blame him. Oh right, if they don't sign, oh, they're going to blame him. Come down to Dave Roberts. But if I said to you, hey Mace, listen, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I know it's weird. Yeah. Can you just not tell people that my favorite color is blue? Just can you just not tell anybody that? Yeah. And then the. Your show starts in 10 minutes. You're like, you know, I was talking with Travis yesterday. He told me my favorite, favorite color, color is blue. blue. It's like, that. that's what he did. That is, yeah. by the way, why you never tell Ireland that your favorite <laughs> color is blue. Let me defend, that is 100% Let me now. defend Ireland because if we, we have this expression, under the hat, okay? So if there's something private and we want it not to be discussed under the in hat? the show, we put it under the hat. So okay. there are lots of things about Ireland that... I won't say because I know it's under the hat, and vice versa. Dave so, needs a hat. Dave needs a hat. <laughs> Dave's hat needed. It's small. It's small. It's a small it's hat. A small it didn't hat. have room for that. Yeah. It better not be. No, it I won't be. Not. I still think they're going to get it. Me too. Why even take the chance? Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about.